God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended, Healing the Traumas of Life. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thank you so much for joining me today. Restricted, restrained, handcuffed, chained, imprisoned. Just a few words to describe what fear and failure and shame and pain do to our lives. How can we be set free? How do we walk away from yesterday and its trauma and turmoil? How do we live beyond our past? Far beyond being locked in a cage, the pain of being locked into a trauma can travel with us. There's no place to run and hide from what abides within our heart and mind. But there is someone who has come to set us free. There is someone who has paid the ransom to the kidnapper called sin, the kidnapper called fear, the kidnapper that holds us bound in darkness. That someone who brings light into our life and frees us is Jesus Christ. I'd like to introduce you to Jesus this day and to the freedom he brings so that we are unleashed. Give a listen. Today I want to give you a tool or two to help you escape from any bondage. Sometimes simply the way we look at a situation can restrict us. We look at ourselves and feel that we have lack of some sort or another that restrains our freedom. At times we feel we are handcuffed and cannot gain our freedom. The torment of our past has us chained so that we cannot move forward. Fear imprisons us. But through the love and work of Jesus Christ, the Savior, from all of this, we have been unleashed. Unleashed from fear, unleashed from sin, unleashed to hear Christ's voice within, unleashed from pain, unleashed from shame, unleashed to reign by the power of his name, unleashed in power, unleashed so free, unleashed not to cower, he has redeemed me, unleashed not in prison, unleashed not a slave, unleashed because he is risen out of death's dark grave. I had the blessing of going hiking yesterday in a very beautiful canyon. It was a deep canyon with steep walls on either side, no more than a few hundred feet wide at its widest, and at least 200 feet deep. At the bottom of the canyon was a small stream that made its voice heard as it sped through the canyon. I went with a friend who brought her dog along, and as always in a park setting, there is the sign that says, Dogs must be on leash. And as we walked along, another person had their dog, who fortunately was on a leash, because it was very aggressive and much bigger than my friend's dog. There is a time when it is good for things to be on a leash. But for us, we must realize that Christ has broken every bondage through the work of the cross. One of the titles of Jesus is, He is our Redeemer. A Redeemer is someone who sets others free. Imagine being kidnapped by a bad guy. That bad guy's name could be sin. That bad guy's name could be shame. That bad guy's name could be failure or regret or anguish. You get the idea. The bad guy calls your family for a ransom. He promises that once the ransom is paid, you would be set free. He leaves to go get the ransom, and a while later, someone walks in the door with a smile on their face. It's the one who paid the ransom for you, and that was Jesus. 
He has come to rescue you and set you free. He walks up to you and unties you and takes you by the hand and lifts you up and pulls you into an embrace and holds you close. Then he says, I freed you. You're safe now. Come on, let's go. Now it is up to us to accept the freedom that he has brought us and bought us with his blood. Unfortunately, at times we can feel unworthy of his blessings. We listen to the lies that tell us we have to do something to free ourselves. The only work we need to do is to accept the new identity that we share with him. We are joint heirs with Christ. His victory is now our victory. We were raised from the grave with him and finally seated at the right hand of God in him. The truth concerning the payment of our ransom is revealed in 1 Timothy chapter 2, starting in verse 4. Who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth? For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all, to be testified in due time. God's desire is that all men be saved and come into the saving knowledge of the truth. Jesus is that truth. And Jesus didn't pay cash for you. He gave himself. He took our place on the cross. He carried away all sin and shame and defeat. This truth about our ransom is repeated in Mark chapter 10, verse 45. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Sin was the original kidnapper, and it brought along accomplices, shame and guilt and trauma and fear and doubt, and the list goes on and on. All too often we allow these things to hold us in bondage when the truth is we've been set free by Jesus. We were held in bondage to it because of the disobedience of Adam. But because of the obedience of Christ, we have been bought back into the presence of the Father. And you are worthy now to be in the presence of the Father. You've been unleashed from the grave and chosen to come into the throne room and sit at the right hand of the Father. That's not just a privilege. That's your assigned seating. Ephesians chapter 2 said you were made to sit in heavenly places in Christ. There's no better seat anywhere. Romans chapter 3 gives a bit of mankind's situation and then reveals the blessings that Jesus has brought to us. We pick it up in Romans chapter 3 verse 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. Propitiation is a big word that simply means payment. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world by the payment of his blood. Through Jesus, life is renewed into us. We are now free to walk in the abundance that Christ has brought to us through his sinless life and the sacrifice of himself. As it said in verse 23, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Unfortunately, the memory of sin can keep us bound. 
by making us feel unworthy of the greatness of salvation and the freedom and wholeness it brings. But we are washed clean in the blood of the Lamb. No longer are there stains upon us. There is nothing for the Father to see to revile us. The salvation of Jesus Christ has made us whole, and it has made us holy. All of our past and all of its sin and iniquity and transgression and any other bad thing has been wiped away, and we are unleashed to live free of all lies. When we recognize that it is only through the work of Jesus Christ that we are worthy to receive the blessings of salvation, we will truly be unleashed from any of our challenges. Because of Jesus, you have the right to stand in the presence of the Father, clothed in his righteousness, and be able to feel the warmth of the love of God within your heart and soul. In this moment, if there be any shame or guilt of past failure, take a deep breath and exhale all that out of you. Breathe in and receive the love of Jesus and our Father God. Realize that Jesus has sent the Holy Spirit to be your comforter. Jesus has sent the Holy Spirit to be your guide. Jesus has sent the Holy Spirit to lift you up and strengthen you and enable you to walk in obedience. As Jesus taught the apostles and his first disciples when he left this earth, he promised that he would send the Holy Spirit so we would not be alone. You are not alone in your struggle. When we are unleashed from all the lies that have been restraining us, then the Holy Spirit can be unleashed in us and through us. When we partner with the Holy Spirit, the power of God becomes manifest. As we walk in the Spirit, worshiping and speaking in tongues much, obeying the voice of the Holy Spirit, we begin to cultivate the fruit of the Spirit, which is spoken of in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. The more we walk in the Spirit, the more the fruit of the Spirit grows and overflows, or in my choice of words today, is unleashed in our lives. These nine qualities will activate us to do be encouraged, and guard us. Love enables us to do the will of God. Joy encourages us to do the will of God. Peace guards our actions to do the will of God. These are not just characteristics of a Christian. They are the weapons of a Christian. To be long-suffering or patient towards others is a virtue lost on most people. We are able to endure the challenges others bring towards us. As we are gentle or kind, we encourage others and we can win their hearts and ears to listen to us speak the gospel. Walking in goodness guards everything that we do. Others cannot speak evil of us. Goodness enables us to minister to others. And God gets glorified. When we walk in faith, we appropriate the promises of God. Meekness, instead of pride, encourages positive results. And finally, temperance or self-control guards all of our fruit from being destroyed by improper actions. Imagine all these fruits being unleashed in your life. It is available as you partner with the Holy Spirit. 
All these things bring power to your life, and it is available to you right now. By the work of Jesus Christ, you have been unleashed from your past. You are a new creation in Christ. Old things are passed away. All things are become new. You are not bound by anything anymore. You are truly unleashed. And now the power of God can be unleashed in you and upon you and through you. Within any explosive, there is the potential of power being released. But that explosive will not explode until a decision is made to light the fuse. It is up to us to decide to be what Christ has made us. It is up to us to accept the freedom he has given us. It is up to us to light the fuse and unleash the power we have been given. Unleashed from fear, unleashed from sin, unleashed to hear Christ's voice within, unleashed from pain, unleashed from shame, unleashed to reign by the power of his name, unleashed in power, unleashed so free, unleashed not to cower, he has redeemed me, unleashed not in prison, unleashed not a slave, unleashed because he is risen out of death's dark grave. My poem is simple words that carry the truth of what Christ has done for us. Do you recognize that you are free from sin, as it repeatedly says in Romans chapter 6? Do you understand you are dead to sin? Do you understand you are free from death? Do you believe that you are embraced by the Father's love and that nothing can separate you from it? Our freedom hinges on what we believe. If we believe the lies of our enemy... We will be held in bondage. But Jesus has offered us more. John chapter 8 verse 31. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The truth shall make you free. Take some time today to read the truth of God in his word. Romans and Ephesians are great places to start. Romans chapter 3 through 8 declare the work of Christ and show what he has done for us. Ephesians chapter 1 overflows with the benefits of Jesus and his Father. Have fun searching for the promises. It's time to receive the truth and be unleashed.